Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Hello, hello, beloved family. How are you? I pray that you're doing well. We are so, so well. We are doing so well in Beloit. Um, I announced by email uh, two days ago that um, we found the house we want to purchase. And I sent out an email on that. And if you're not on our email list and you wish to be, uh, just go to our website, www motherofisraelshope.org. Uh, so it's uh, www.motherofisraelshope.org and click on the newsletter tab and you can sign up right on top. You can get the newsletter by um, email or regular mail or both. Uh, the Christmas mailing we sent out this year went, every mailing we send out goes to both, but the ones that were uh, really mailing addresses received uh, two gifts. One was the Jewish Roots of Mary by Dr. Brandt Petrie and um, and a CD, uh, The Voice of the Child by Michael Poirier and or uh, The Meaning of Christmas with Bishop Sheen. Um, we we love, we don't want to hold on to anything. And many times we see a book and the publisher makes it available to us for a dollar fifty or whatever it is. And we, we purchase them um, to send out to our emailers. So you're welcome to sign up. Um, and there's no charge for anything uh, at our website. Or uh, what else did I want to say to you? Or if you didn't get the email two days ago, telling everyone about our new home in Beloit, a home we wish to purchase, but we've made a decision on it. Um, We need a few dollars for it, but but we think God has that home for us. So that's in the email two days ago, and it's on our home site, um, our homepage as well. And uh, we sent out another email yesterday talking about a novena prayer to start today. And the headline of the email is starting tomorrow with an exclamation mark. Well, tomorrow is today, January 11th, and it's about praying a novena for President Trump to be reelected for the next four years. Don't think that everything's a done deal with President-elect Biden. It is not, beloved. It is not. And you say, well, Mother, you know... you keep telling us about all these prophecies, and I'm, I'm telling you even so now that Trump will be, Trump, listen to this, that's Trump and President Trump. Trump will be president for the next four years. Do I know it? I don't know it. I believe it. And let, let God be praised. Let him do what he wishes. But um, some would say, Mother, you know, you, you believe the prophecies on that we'll need food for three months and that... Um, Uh, What else did I say? And then the warning, the illumination would come uh, in the fall. It's now January. Nothing has happened. Are you buying into all those theories? Well, maybe I am. But I was remembering, I normally don't, but I am uh, to some of them now, 
And I thought, you know, um, King David was elected um, to be the next king of Israel, but it was 40 years uh, through Samuel. It was 40 years before he was crowned king. And Noah was told to prepare a boat uh, for the flood. It had never rained before. God watered the ground from uh, uh, a sprinkler system under the ground. He just moisturized it from beneath. And it was 120 years before the flood came. Noah lived through that 120 years. They lived a long time in those days. But people people were laughing at him. Come on, flood. What flood? What judgment? What are you talking about, Noah? And they counted him a, an, an Old Testament kook. But he wasn't. And it all came. And everybody drowned except Noah and the animals and his family on that big ship. And Noah could have said a boat. What is that? For dry land? There's never been even rain, let alone a flood. But Noah believed God, and he built the ark right according to God's specifications. And it was huge because it it held two of every kind of animal and Noah and his family. Um, and so I'm not the least bit moved. Um, the The more dangerous strain of coronavirus that was said to come about, which is why we may not be able to leave the house, um, apparently seems to be coming about now. I, I'm not complaining that it was later than than um, proposed. Um, we've read some very dangerous things. Uh, the pr- police in Scotland <clears throat> have been given full freedom to break into homes. There's a very frightening video online of police doing that while children are screaming and uh, they're just breaking in and doing whatever they want with the family to make sure that Noah's has any symptoms. It's, it's evil. The days are evil. They're growing more evil every day. Um, if uh, President-elect Biden is uh, installed on January 20th. We are in for evil that we have never seen before. Uh, not in America. Um, not because of um, what Biden is capable of, because of what he's not capable of. And what he's not capable of is stopping the evil forces uh, surrounding him, including in the people he has put in office or intends to put in office if and when he's president. So um, we sent out a novena yesterday for a um, to pray to Our Lady of Victory, who um, won the Battle of Lepanto at incredible odds, um, and she became known as the Lady of the Rosary. And if that novena starts today... Um, we will be in time. It will end on the 19th, and we will be in time for January 20th for God to do what he wants. God is going to do what he wants anyway, but he does it through the prayers of his people. He inhabits, the scriptures say, the praises of his people. God can do everything without us, but he doesn't do things without us, just as if he didn't save the world, as not as, just as he didn't save the world without us. He became a man through the Blessed Virgin, and he died on the cross, 100% man, 100% God, to reverse the curse and save us from Adam's sin. So, Um, God, yes, can do whatever he wants, but he wants us. He wants us to be with him. Let me see 
if I can read, where did I put that email? Hold on a moment. Uh-oh, did I lose it? I got to bring it up. The email that I sent out yesterday. Mm-mm. What am I going to do? You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to do what you do. I'm going to have to go to our website. Look at that. I don't know where it is. Hold on. Okay, I got it. I got it. This is the email. I'm going to read it to you. But you can read it on our website directly in the newsletter link or on our homepage. And this is what it says. Dear ones... It is not often we send out two messages and videos in a row. And as I said earlier, the previous email um, and video was um, of our new house. And the video, oh dear, I have to remember what it was. Well, I will at the end of this video. I'm going to, this email I'm going to read to you. Dear ones, It is not often we send out two messages and videos in a row, but this is quite urgent. Some have doubted the immoral plot to make certain that President Trump is not reelected. The video below from John Henry Weston of LifeSite News may alleviate some of those doubts, but there is a much more important reason for this post Do you recall Our Lady's miraculous video, a victory rather, at the Battle of Lepanto? I've got then a couple of two, a couple of, a few excerpts from that, um, from that article. It's from Tradition, Family, and Property. And I'm not going to read the excerpts to you. I'm going to read the full article from the website that our article refers you to. And it's titled, How Our Lady Granted Victory at Lepanto. And it applies today, beloved, because it's from God. He's the same God yesterday and today and forever. And um, uh, the, the quote at the top says, In times of acute danger and hardship, we are in those times, beloved. Just wait till January 20th if President-elect, if President Trump is not in for the next four years. I personally believe, God, that he will be. I could be wrong. I'm no prophet. But uh, we need to do everything we can. And God um, inhabits the prayers and the praises of his people. Um, and it's, the quote is, In times of acute danger and hardship, we must always fly into the arms of the most powerful mother of God and turn to the recitation of the rosary. The Battle of Lepanto is a great lesson of confidence for us today. And I'll read it now. Oh, dear. There's the music for our break. Um, Time goes too fast. So there's our break, beloved. I'll read the article as soon as we come back from the break. And then take your calls at the half-hour mark. Your calls, your texts, your emails. Toll-free, 1-877-511-5483. Or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. And our lines are wide open. God bless you. Don't go anywhere. And we'll be right back.
love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is in a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. The Terry and Jesse Show. This is Jesse Romero from The Terry and Jesse Show. Each weekday, we're talking about the things that matter to Catholics. Spiritual warfare, Marian devotion, tradition, and staying strong in your faith in this culture of death. I hope you'll join us. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Station of the Cross radio network and heard around the world on the iCatholic radio mobile app. At the Station of the Cross, we understand that life circumstances can affect your giving options, whether by moving or by switching banks and credit card numbers. Please let us know if recent changes have been made to your payment information so that we can better serve you as you continue to bless us with your financial support. Update your information today at thestationofthecross.com or by calling 1-877-888-6279, extension 104. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. We are right uh, at the beginning of an article by uh, Tradition, Family, and Property on the Battle of Lepanto. And the reason I took excerpts from this article for our email mailing yesterday to suggest, uh, rather to beg all of us, to pray a novena to Our Lady of Victory beginning today. It will end on the 19th, the day before the inauguration. We are praying for the re-inauguration of President Trump. Um, there's so much uh, I can tell you that I've heard and looked up and read on this. It would take three programs, but I'm just going to read this article that I posted. I only included excerpts from it in our letter in our email yesterday, but I want to read the whole thing. It's not that very long. We'll try to get in, try to get it in before the break. And the article begins, and this is how Our Lady won the Battle of Lepanto, and she can still win the battle today for uh, the good forces being crushed. When St. Pius V ascended to St. Peter's throne, Christendom faced perils perhaps unequaled in its history of continual conflict, not the least of which came from the agitated and violent followers of Mohammed, 
all the information and intelligence that Pope Pius V had been gathering indicated that the Ottoman juggernaut was about to roll across the Mediterranean and adjacent lands, excuse me, spearheaded by the Turkish fleet with Italy and Rome as one of its targets. No nation could stand up to the marauding infidels and the candidates for an alliance were few. Northern Europe had risen up in armed rebellion against the church, with France deeply involved in the conflict, while much of Europe felt that neutrality was the best policy to follow after the Turks occupied to follow after the Turks occupied a large chunk of its land in the uh, Danube River Valley. Danube, I'm sorry, Danube River Valley. Only Spain and Venice had the resources to resist, and they hated each other along with deep mistrust. Yet St. Pius, calling down divine grace as only a man of prayer could, forged an alliance with them as the core of an organized fleet of over 200 galleys. With his considerable tact and diplomatic skills, he not only kept them unified, but he convinced them to attack the enveloping menace. The Archbishop of Mexico had an exact copy of the holy image of Guadalupe sent to King Philip II, who in turn gave it to Andrea Doria, one of the three principal admirals of the fleet, who placed it in his cabin. When the armada went from file to line abreast, went from file to line abreast and attacked on the morning of October 7th, and you know what October 7th is now, the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, because of this Battle of Lepanto. The blue standard of Our Lady of Guadalupe was also flying from the masthead of Don Juan's flagship. But Our Lady's presence that day, Our Lady's presence that day, was more acutely felt through the Holy Rosary. Pope Pius V, a Dominican prelate before his elevation, did what Catholics have always done in times of acute danger, fly into the arms of the most powerful mother of God. As a follower of St. Dominic, he knew the most effective means of imploring her help was through the recitation of the Holy Rosary. He ordered all monasteries and convents in Rome to increase their prayers for the impending battle and organized rosary processions in which he, as sick as he was, participated. As the Christian fleet sailed toward the great clash of cultures, Mass was celebrated, and the rosary recited daily on each vessel. This heartfelt request for divine assistance resulted in a crushing defeat of the Ottomans at Lepanto that ended their dominance in the Mediterranean. To celebrate Our Lady's intercession, the Church has designated October 7th as the Feast of the Holy Rosary and St. Pius V added help of Christians, Auxilium Christianorum, to the litany litany of Our Lady of Loretto. Similar acknowledgement to the Blessed Virgin's intercession through the rosary were made when John Sobieski forced the Turks to lift the siege of Vienna in 1683 and after the victory of Prince Eugene of Savoy at uh, Tamizvar, 
in his successful campaign to remove the Ottomans from Europe in the next century. While the din of battle gradually diminished at the bloody waters of Lepanto, St. Pius V was going over accounts in the papal apartments with Bartolo Busati, Busati, his treasurer. Suddenly, he arose with his face radiant with joy and announced, quote, Let us go and thank God, for this moment our fleet has defeated the Turks. He knew it. Human agency brought news to Rome two weeks later, but Pope Pius V knew it on the spot. Some may object to the historical paradigm, not that it is inappropriate, but that it happened a long time ago. So what? Yet the Blessed Virgin made another historical visit to Earth just 90 years ago, um, bringing roughly the same message to a larger distressed population, Our Lady of the Rosary. As Our Lady of the Rosary, she appeared six times at Fatima in Portugal to these, to three unrelated children, two of whom have been beatified. Now, um, this article was written in 2012, beloved, so there was 90 years ago in 1917. In essence, Our Lady warned that God was terribly offended by the sins of mankind, and unless that sinfulness subsided, the world, as a consequence, would face horrible chastisements. Immediately following, we had a bloody conclusion to World World War I, then six years of the most depraved slaughter of World War II and continued war, war's atrocity and mutilations ever since uh, instigated by two of the enemies of Western civilization, communism, uh, as Our Lady predicted, and Islam. Sinfulness has not abated, but only increased, especially in the areas of family life, immoral fashions, and lewd entertainment. The article continues, Our Lady will intervene once again in history, either to help her suffering children who have recourse to her or to bring down the wrath of God on those who refuse to pray, make sacrifices, and stop offending him. During the third apparition, she announced the ultimate result, quote, finally, my immaculate heart will triumph, end quote. Dear ones, go to our website, Read the email, and there I have, let me see if I can get it back again. I keep losing my own email. Um, And there I have put um, the um, URL, the website, to the novena of Our Lady of Victory. And um, I said in the article, uh, the ultimate reason for the email I sent, would you join us in praying a nine-day rosary novena to Our Lady of Victory, who became Our Lady of the Rosary? The victory of Our Lady won at Lepanto. She can win again here in America. If only we will pray. There is no time to lose. We must begin the novena tomorrow, January 11th, and that's today, beloved, in order for it to end prior to the January 20th installation of our new president. Please do not doubt what our Lord loves to do through his people. He waited for Lazarus to be dead four days because the Jewish people believe that the spirit lingers for four days and after that there would be no chance of life. 
but God. There's so many but gods in scripture. Someone should write a book titled, But God. At the last minute, he intervenes. But God wanted all to know that he raises the dead. He does all things for his glory, just as he did also with the blind man that he cured. Why, the Jewish leaders asked, why was this man born blind? Was it his his sin or his parents' sin? And our blessed Lord answered, it was not due to anyone's sin, but that God would receive glory. We beg you to be part of this urgent endeavor to beg our Lord and Our Lady to reverse the errant and deceitful results of this fraudulent election and put our president back, or I should say continue him in office for the next four years. And then I give um, the Novena Address. And um, um, uh, if you can't find it, go ahead and just pray a Novena to Our Lady of the Rosary. Not to worry, it's the same lady. And I continue in the email, our Lord and our Lady will never fault us for our faith. I'm often reminded of Mother Angelica's statement, quote, she said, unless you are willing to do the ridiculous, God will not do the miraculous. When you have God, you don't have to know everything about it. You just do it. Maybe Nike got that quote from Mother Angelica. In all things, we ask that God's will be done and bless his worthy name for whatever the outcome. The video message of John Henry Weston follows. May it bear fruit through our prayers a hundredfold. And let me just see the video. Oh, dear. John Henry Weston. I have to bring. I forget. How could I forget three days later what it was? I tell you what. Don't go old. Your memory fades. It, fantastic video of John Henry Weston. Um, it's con- it's not, in fact, um, it's a video. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. It is a video of John Henry Weston. And it's, look at this. Hold on a minute. Full newsletter. I'm sorry that I'm taking up time here. Um, the video that I sent on the 9th was of Michael Voris um, uh, on converting America, which I thought was so fantastic. Okay, I could, I could get this now. It was so fantastic that I sent it out to everyone. It's mag, absolutely magnificent. And I think he's as sane as anyone could possibly be. Um, okay, the video of John Henry Western um has to do with the f- the proof of the fraudulent election he has quotes uh, shorts there from people who have looked at all the evidence it was not just a sol- stolen election it was complete complete fraud and john henry weston uh, evidences much of it to evidence all of it it would take forever president trump is president and we need to get behind him on this beloved pray the rosary starting today i sent out that email yesterday and we have tons of responses from people saying we will join you mother we will pray to our lady of victory or our lady of the rosary starting today uh nine days and see what our god will do i believe it dear uh 
beloved, if if our Lord lets President-elect Biden in, that's his business. But he works through the prayers of his people. It's not too late. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. Father Frank Pavone of Priests for Life. Hundreds of people in our nation have worked in the abortion industry and have stopped because of a moral conversion. What is the first thing that they need? They need healing. Facing what they did and finding spiritual and psychological wholeness must be their first activity and responsibility. Let's pray for all those who have performed abortion and for their healing and peace. This is Father Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam. How would you like to wake up each morning to inspiring sermons from knowledgeable and faith-filled priests? You can tune in to Sermons for Everyday Living every day at 6 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. You can listen on thestationofthecross.com or anytime on the free iCatholic Radio mobile app. God bless you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. So happy to be with you. This is our half hour. You can call in with anything on your heart. It doesn't have to be our subject. Uh, what it, The heart of the matter is the matter of your heart. Our wines, our wines. Listen to that. I'm combining lines are wide open. Our wines, our lines are wide open. Toll free, one 511 Text at that number if you wish or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. <clears throat> we began, no, we ended. Oh, we do have a call from Valerie. Um, let me take that first. Valerie from Virginia, are, the, are you there, dear one? I am, Mother. Good morning. Good morning. So glad you called in. I'm so happy to be speaking with you. My heart is like beating a my million miles per minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope you have a strong heart. Okay. I, uh, blessed be God. I think I do. <laughs> um, I just wanted to call you, and I wanted to thank you for, for all that you do. I, I came to, to know you through Michael Voris. Um, all right. And, and years ago, I identify with you so much because years ago I picked up um, 
books out of nowhere, The Rule of St. Benedict and um, mm. Introduction to the Devout Life. And I read yes, these books a few those years are my ago. Books. Good. Right. And <laughs> so when I read them, I didn't quite understand. I didn't, don't even know why I bought them. Didn't quite understand them. And, and now um, studying to be an oblate with you, <laughs> oh, I, I understand now. I understand Good. why I picked those books up. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for that, I read my commentary every single day. God bless and, you. <laughs> God bless wanted, you, Valerie. Oh, thank you, Mother. And, and God bless you. You're always in my prayers. I, I, I think of you and pray for you often. And it's, it's just such a, if I had time, I would tell you the journey that it took to get me where mm. I am from such a dissolute life. And wow. my total reversion, um, I, I'm not at all who... I thought I was. <laughs> you see that? And, mm. uh, it, it's it. just, it's just wonderful. I, 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 I'm amazed at what God did in me. Um, it doesn't. Uh, um, doesn't I, dissipate. It's still. It, no, it, it doesn't. I, <clears throat> I, it just, I. It, I'm with you, Valerie. I he brought me to himself. I I don't know. I'd have to figure out how many years ago, but then into the fullness of Christianity, the Catholic Church in '95. I, I can't keep figuring out how many years that is, but I I still haven't gotten over it, and I never will. I could pinch myself every day that I love God, that I could see through um, God's eyes through Scripture. I. I'll never get over it. I'll never be able to thank him through a million eternities. So I that's, understand. That, I have to tell you, that's exactly how, that's exactly how I think. I, mm-hmm. just Everything that you just said is exactly how I think, because every day I go into my closet. I, I get up at 4.30 every morning, mm-hmm. and, and um, I, I was led by a, by a very dear friend to and a traditional Latin mass parish. I didn't even Good. know what it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm in my mid-50s, and the, the um, former priest there, I told him I felt so alone because I live in a small town that's it, it's Protestant, and um, there's no close church. I, I drive almost two hours every Sunday on, and on Holy wow. Days to attend mm-hmm. this parish. Good for and you. It's been such a blessing. And, um, but I, he told me, you know, um, to make a little place in my closet. And that's been life-changing for me. I get up at 4.30 and I have tea time with Papa in my closet. That's what I call it. Oh, how cute. (laughs) I have a little altar set up and everything. (laughs) Look at you. It's got to be a a good sizable closet. That is so great. It's actually very small, but it's so, it's like my favorite time of day. (laughs) There you go. I I think it's his favorite time of day with you also. Oh, I just love it. He has sent me tears in there. I take care of my my um, my son went into, um, he's 23, he went into the Army mm. one way, and he came out another, and he's got a mental disability, and oh. he's away from God right now, and he calls himself a free thinker. I don't even know what that I'm means. I'm so sorry, Valerie. Has he gotten any help? He doesn't, he doesn't want, doesn't want um, it. Medic- uh-huh. no, he's, you know, he, he's on disability and, you know, he's with me. It's just uh, him and I in the house. I have mm-hmm. a, a daughter who, who unfortunately is going through a divorce now and she's got three children and she's away oh, from the baby. Oh dear. 
And I know my culpability in all of it. So I, I, I pray um, when I'm in my closet, I pray for of course. Um, St. Monica and St. Rita to join me yeah. in a mother's prayer. <laughs> they're, 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 those are the top two. Outstanding. Yes. Just wonderful. <laughs> and you know, Valerie, let me say um, to anyone who's listening who is an oblate who joined us as um, Benedictine Oblates of the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope, we just shortened it to Mary's Oblates, um, that when we started this, um, I said to everyone, we, we're looking for home. We was back in Tulsa, and we have so much. Um, we've been, we had been stopped by doing so much as well. We weren't... Uh, it, it was a difficult situation in Tulsa. And I said to everyone, we're really not in a position to be on top of this uh, oblate formation, but we're going to go ahead and begin it to give those who want like-mindedness, a home, uh, someone to uh, that they know who is praying for them. We have... I think it's it's well over 300 now from from all over the world actually families and singles and um but I have not um been able to keep up with everything uh in the way of formation I'm putting things together but um so if you're an oblate and you're listening I apologize that all you had for Christmas all I got for Christmas was your Christmas mailing not uh, anything separate on oblates we just haven't been able to keep up and once we get settled here in Beloit, uh, God willing, in our new home, uh, then we're in temporary quarters still. We're our new home, um, uh, we need to yet purchase it, and we'll be, if we can, we'll hope to be in that in a month. And um, then we'll begin to have discernment retreats for many of you who've been waiting and begin to take in more women. Then we'll have a bit of an army here to help with the work, but... But I haven't been able to keep up with it. So to all you oblates, um, including you, dear Valerie, I apologize for uh, a certain lack of contact. We'll have a monthly Zoom meeting when we get settled um, and a certain lack of formation. But the only the formation you have, Valerie, is that rule of St. Benedict. And truly, it's a it's a. Um, it's the rule of St. Benedict, the commentary for oblates who are in the world and not of it. And I don't know that I could do better than that in the way of formation. Uh, we will add to that, but um, how, you, you say you're finding it helpful. <clears throat> I, I find it, um, when I first got it, I read it straight through. And, wow, and now, good. Yeah, when I first got it, I read it straight through, and it and it was, you know, because sometimes... Uh, with a lot of the books that I read, I, I do that, and then I go back to it, and Good. then I can kind of absorb Begin. it. Yeah, uh-huh. got it. And so mm-hmm. that's what I've done with that. So now I'm, I've been reading it, you know, on a daily basis as yeah. it goes, <clears throat> on a daily <clears throat> basis. And I find it, I find it very helpful and, and going back to, um, you know, the other books that uh, I, I've, I've one of the things that God has done in me, I, I went from a person who never read anything. I did not like to read at all. Now I can't seem to d- devour enough yeah. spiritual books. And it's there all the go. saints that are just drawing me to, mm-hmm. and I'm understanding it. That's the miracle. Of I know. I understand just what you're saying. <laughs> I went through that also. Mm-hmm. I, it's amazing to me that I, that I understand it and, and that, 
you know, I, I question a lot of things like, like with my son, my, my, my home is, is when you walk in, it's, it's a Catholic home. I have, a, I have a little altar set up and everything, but his room is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my priest, he told me I have a very good confessor and, good. and he told me that, um, you know, as long as, as long as he's respecting the rules of the common areas, he said, you know, there, he has a mental illness and that's yeah. what you have to always remember that there's, there's, you can only pray for him. And, Good. you know, there's times when I'll, he wants to, to watch a movie or something that, you know, I don't want to watch, mm-hmm. um, you know, and my priest told me, he said, you know, it, sometimes it's an act of charity and a sacrifice so that you're being a companion to him. As long and, as it's not immoral. Right, right. And sometimes there's, so I'll always ask my, my son if he comes out with something, the first thing I say is, is it Valerie rated? And, <laughs> and he will, you know, he will just laugh. Well, there's nothing, so if there's, if there's nothing sexual in it or... Um, Otherwise, you know, uh-huh. Right, over the top, then I, you know, he knows that I... That I'll watch it with him. Sometimes there's violence. Most of the time, there are movies that I have no interest in watching. I don't want to watch. And most of the time, I'll be sitting there with a blank stare, just saying prayers in my head as <laughs> as we're watching. And you know, my priest told me that that was that was acceptable, you know, to do because it, I don't have affection for it, and I'm being a companion to my son who has nobody else. Would you? How often does that? he? Um, I think so. How often does he watch the movies? <clears throat> he he plays, you know, he plays those violent video games in his room and everything. And um, the movies, we watch a movie once once an evening. Um, and every evening, that's, every evening. I wouldn't do that's, it. That's I wouldn't the do only it. time there's there's you know no. there's any kind of time at all with no, him. No, I wouldn't do it. I would say to him, because you're, you sound fantastic, Valerie, and that you can handle it, but um, some of that you're going to absorb, and the, and the loss is you're not absorbing things that you would absorb. So if you're watching one film a night, that's an awful lot. Um, I would say to him... Um, Honey, why don't we alternate? One night it's your choice, one night it's my choice. Sundays are my choice. So, so what happens is, is you know, I tell him that Sundays are, are my choice, and he's fine with that. Um, he usually, during the week, it ends up being, the, uh, like a movie movie is on the, on the weekend, like a Friday or a Saturday night. Usually during the week, it's it's more like a it's on dvd but it's more like a um um a series type thing from television so it will be like the a-team or macgyver okay or, you different. know something like that uh-huh okay so mm-hmm. so he well he just gets, make sure that um you don't go further than you wish to with that right right okay and right. I try, and I try really hard. I try really hard not to. There, there are some things that, um, you know, we'll watch, and then I'll say, okay, I'm not going to watch that again. You know, and I'll tell him straight out. You know, I, I, 
I do everything in the house. Um, you know, I serve him, and I try to think of it because he, he doesn't do many things at all. Does he work? No. How old he is not. he? He's 23. Mm-hmm. He's trying to... Um, it's hard because in order to really understand him, you would have to live with him uh-huh, because sometimes sure. he'll go out there and he, he drives, um, but he'll, he knows how to behave in certain situations. So if, if you're not living with him and, and with him daily, you don't, you can kind of miss mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's going on. No, I, I, I'm with you all the way, Valerie. Um, I just want to do what's right by him. I just want to live the faith. As you always say, live it as if it's true. (laughs) You're doing it. You're doing it. I commend you, Valerie. Uh, Look into video series. Um, Look at Ignatius Press and their videos. There might be good Catholic, heroic, action-packed video series that he might catch on to. But they're, they're moral. And they're, they're action-packed, you know. So there might be something like that that you could find. But I think you're doing well, dear Valerie. God bless you, and you'll have our prayers. Oh, All right. thank you, Mother. And, yeah. and we'll be receiving the black scapular soon? You know, um, I'm going to send out an application for the novice, yes. There's our break, sweetheart. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustained Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustained life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations thank you for helping to save the culture. With the unquestionably high divorce rate in our country, it comes as a real surprise when people hear that couples who use natural family planning in their marriages have a less than 5% divorce rate. Their marriages tend to be stronger due to improved communication skills that enhance marital intimacy. For information on how you and your spouse can learn natural family planning, see the Couple to Couple League website at www.ccli.org or call 513-471-2000 for classes near you. As a nonprofit lay organization financially independent from your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. The Station of the Cross thanks our supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. Through your generosity, we are able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. 
Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved family, to Mother Miriam Live. We had a wonderful call with Valerie uh, from Virginia, and I I wanted to um, uh, let that be a bit of a lengthy call because um, Valerie is uh, an example of someone who God has transformed, and she's doing making wonderful decisions. Um, and because she's an oblate, um, I still welcome all of you who wish to be oblates. If you go to our website, www.motherofisraelshope.org, <clears throat> you can click on the Mary's Oblate uh, tab, and you can download an application and um, and just uh, fill it out, and you can uh, send in uh, the request for the uh, commentary for oblates on the rule of St. Benedict. We, we have it at a discount. It's a $35 book, and we're, we're able to give it to you at $20. And so um, uh, anyone, anywhere, any location, any age, of families together, individuals, anyone can be an oblate of ours. You will get um, uh, uh, the, the uh, we'll send you the oblate letters to date. I think there's, um, we're on number six. Actually, the last letter we sent out was um, uh, letters four through six. It was pretty large. Um, and we haven't been able to do anything else because of this move to Beloit, Kansas, and are looking for a new home, which, blessed be God, we just found, and we need to begin the process of purchasing it. Um, and if you want to know more, our email two days ago, um, uh, let's see, on the 9th is on our website, um, and it's the headline is Sanity. And that's because of a magnificent um, video presentation by Michael Voris of Church Militant. But we dis- we tell you about our new home in that. And those who wish to assist in some way, of course, we would love it. Um, and we'll have a new address soon. Um, and we'll begin to resume everything soon. So um, we would be we'd welcome you, no matter where you are, to be part of a a good solid. Orthodox army of Mary's oblates, um, and we will continue. Um, uh, we send out the uh, commentary with a blessed medal of Saint Benedict, blessed with the Benedictine exorcism. So it's very, very good. Um, okay, I'm going to go now to our uh, further calls and emails. We had an email from Kevin, which we answered on Friday, but I wanted to go further because it was right at the end of the program. And uh, Kevin writes, having read and studied sacred scripture for many years, understanding the meaning of the mark of the beast has me confused, has many of us confused there, Kevin. Um, Over the years, I've heard many commentators exclaim that the mark of the beast is this or that. 
At the present time, the exclamation is that the mark of the beast is the COVID vaccine. Study of sacred scripture appears to reveal that God does not ever fool anyone, correct, and always presents people with a clear choice of A, being with me, or B, against me, with him or against him. Uh, I, I was very grateful for this email on Friday, and I'm equally grateful for it today, dear Kevin. It's a good email, good points. Kevin continues, a person always, without exception, is given a clear choice of following God or not, which might result in much difficulty if one chooses to follow God. My question is, how could the COVID vaccine or any other object slash device be the mark of the beast without one having a clear and in-your-face decision to follow God or not? It appears to me that the mark of the beast will require one to make the conscious decision to receive it after having weighed the option of following or not following God's way. Your thoughts, Kevin. I agree with you 1,000%, Kevin. There's a lot of confusion about the vaccine, Um, if it's moral or not, and if it's made with baby parts, it's absolutely immoral. But there's not enough clear information out there. Our own bishops have said that it's an act of charity to receive some of our bishops to receive the vaccine, even if made from aborted baby parts, um, because an act of charity, because you, if you uh, don't get the vaccine, you'll be helping others. If you don't get COVID, uh, it's wrong. That's wrong. You don't do evil that good may come. So I absolutely agree with you, Kevin. Uh, We cannot call it the mark of the beast. Um, I've even said, you know, perhaps it can turn out to be that way if we have a choice to receive it uh, or not. But it's still not a clear indication of following Christ or not. And I looked at the answer on um, uh, Catholic Answers has someone who wrote in for that um and the and uh, the question was what is the mark of the beast so many people say that once you receive it your name will be erased from the book of life but isn't god's mercy and love greater than that um here's uh, the answer from catholic answers which i think is excellent the beast forced all the beast in the book of revelation forced all the people small and great in fact this is straight out of revelation chapter 13 quote the beast forced forced all the people small and great rich and poor free and slave to be given a stamped image on their right hands or their foreheads so that no one could buy or sell except one who had the stamped image of the beast's name or the number that stood for its name. Wisdom is needed here. It's still Revelation 13. One who understands can calculate the number of the beast, for it is a number that stands for a person. His number is 666, end quote. And from Catholic Answers. The book of Revelation makes great use of symbolic imagery and theological themes It used the events contemporaneous to its composition to deliver a message about the ultimate triumph of Christ. The beast symbolizes the various Roman emperors who persecuted the early Christians, but mainly it is a symbol of Caesar Nero, 
whose name in Hebrew has the numerical value of 666. The so-called mark of the beast is presumed by most scholars to allude to the coins of the Roman Empire that bore the image of the emperor. The book of Revelation states quite clearly that this mark was forced upon all the people. There is no mention of it being voluntary. The only thing that Revelation mentions regarding the book of life and the beast is that those who choose to worship the beast do not have their names in the book of life. However, this is quite distinct from the forced mark of the beast. So there. Um, it, 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 Kevin's uh, comments are, are appreciated and, um, and well taken. They're very, very good. Um, when we take the mark of the beast, if it is a mark that denies Christ, um, um, it has to be a specific choice of one choosing Christ or denying him. And under Nero, Rome burned. And everyone who would not deny Christ was killed. And so um, Kevin is 100% right. COVID is not the mark of the beast. And yet God may have something as disastrous for us today um, faced with a choice of following him or not. But that choice has not been given us, not as yet. Um, there's the music for the end of the program, beloved. I can't stand how fast it comes, but it is. And we have... God willing, the week ahead of us, um, and uh, we will be with you again, God willing, tomorrow morning. I beg you, I don't know if I've begged you before, to pray the novena beginning today to Our Lady of Victory, Our Lady of the Rosary, beginning today for President Trump to remain in office for the next four years. God loves to get glory. He loves to do what to us is impossible. To him, nothing is impossible. God bless you. Speak with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.